Ryan. What is happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Monday. Today is the 15th, May 15th, 2023. And uh, what's happening? How's your weekend? How's your weekend? And how's your week so far? Uh, on today's show, we're going to go over the weekend picks like we do every single Monday. What do we do over the weekend? How did we end up in terms of plus or minus? If we bet to win a unit every game, and we'll go over all that uh, like we do every Monday. Uh, the first Monday of every month, we go over total records for the show, for the month, for the year, all that stuff. But every other Monday, it's just the recent weekend. Special thanks to Better Edge online, B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports, betteredge.com. Better Edge is taking away the VIG, aka taking away the risk for everyone out there. So whether you're a pro, you've been doing this for 10, 20 years, or you just started this week, it's going to help you if you sign up at Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD. That's SBD for Sports Betting Daily. Promo code SBD. And they'll give you a free 20 bucks. So you didn't even have to deposit anything. Put in promo code SBD, and they'll give you a twenty uh, free 20 in your account. That's betteredge.com. Promo code SBD. All right, so let's get to a weekend record. We were 4-3 and three overall. Uh, but the good news is the three losses ended up being... Um, either even money or plus money. So we ended up doing pretty well on the weekend. Four and three. Uh, let's see. On Friday, we gave out uh, a pick for Saturday morning. So Friday, we actually gave out on our deep dive uh, podcast, Fulham, draw no bet, minus 125 at Southampton. Uh, they ended up winning, I think, two... 2-0, I love 2-0, Premier League. I think that was it, but either way, they won and that covered. So Fulham ended up winning with our Friday bet on Saturday morning. Fast forward to Saturday, we gave away three picks. In baseball, we gave away the Texas Rangers, minus 140 at Oakland, that one. We gave out over 8.5, even money, San Diego, LA, that lost. And then we gave out a futures on Saturday. We gave out Edmonton, series price, plus 170, and they obviously lost on Sunday, so that didn't come in either. So uh, we were technically 2-2 two and two on Saturday's picks, even though the Edmonton one was a futures. So 2-2 two and two on Saturday, but the good news is, like I said, the loss was even money in the uh, over-under, and then Edmonton was plus 170. So as we've always talked about, you bet to win a unit. Uh, most people out there, if you follow that, had 0.58 units to win one. So we actually ended up a little bit ahead of schedule heading into Sunday. On Sunday, we went 2-1. and one. We won with the Texas Rangers, minus 165 at Oakland. We won with the Houston Astros, minus 135 at the White Sox. And we lost with uh, Boston, plus 105 at home against the Cardinals. So 2-1 and one on Saturday, or on uh, Sunday, excuse me. But again, same thing. The two winners were minus 165, minus 135. And then the loser, Boston, plus 105, a little less than the unit we lost on there. So overall, we won four units in the four lo- on the four wins. We lost uh, two units, and 2.54 units on the three losses. So we ended up up on the weekend, plus 1.46 units, four and three Overall, all right. Before we get out of here on today's show, I want to actually talk about a recent, a recent, recent, recent acquisition in the sports betting world, Fanatics, which a lot of you know as the uh, the the world's largest sports apparel and collectibles company. You know, they've done a lot of stuff in selling hats and merchandise and stuff like that. Well, they're getting involved in the sports betting world. They recently bought PointsBet. At least they bought the American. Uh, the American distribution of points bet because points bet is an Australian sports book. And I have very mixed feelings about this, about fanatics buying the United States portion of points bet. So uh, here's, here's my problem with this is actually 
it's there's not an inherent problem. I think this is part of the world. You're going to have acquisitions. You're going to have sales. Like these companies are going to get big. Some of these owners are going to want to sell, and there's going to be plenty of people waiting in the wings to invest, get involved here and buy these companies. Here's the issue is for, is for sports bettors, it's going to become worse and worse for us the more people like this get involved. Because what's going to happen is, look, I've said it time and time again, sports books, it's not tough to run a sports book. A monkey could run a sports book. However, you have to still know what you're doing. You can't just hire a monkey. <laughs> you know. And I will also say this, I am extraordinarily hard on sports books. I've got no patience for them. I think that they're a bunch of crooks. So some of that bleeds through. I'm biased when I talk about sports books. We should all be aware of that when I talk about the books. Okay. So when I talk about you know, inanimate objects being able to run it, that's not entirely the truth. Okay. The truth is you have to have some idea of what you're doing, massaging lines, managing lines, managing your, your, uh, your own portfolio and your own risk, because the idea of sports books want to take 50% on each side, have losers pay the winners, keep their percentage. That's not really how things work, at least for those sports books who truly make money, truly make their investors money. And that's not what places like points bet are going to do in the future if Fanatics is acquiring them. And here's why I say that. Like I just mentioned, you have to know what you're doing. Look at Circa. I think Circa Sports right now is sort of the the pinnacle, at least the public pinnacle for what a good sports book should do. They don't limit betters. They don't ban anyone. They take your action. They, they seemingly offer fair lines. They'll come up with lines and come up with different bets for people out there. So I think that Circa, the way they offer their product, the way they treat their customers, the way they're getting involved online. And I mean, I really think, and, and you know, getting involved online, I don't want to just breeze through these. I mean, the way they interact with people and, and from what I hear, the way it's, it's easily set up to, to deal with them online or in person. I think circus sports is the model for what sports books should want to be. And look who they hired, Nick Bogdanovich. You think it's a you think it's a, a coincidence they hired Nick Bogdanovich, one of the most decorated veterans in the industry, who's worked at all different kinds of places. I mean, Caesars fired him inexplicably last year, probably because he got too expensive. I'm not sure why, but I mean, he's worked at MGM, the Palms, like I said, Caesars, William Hill, Binyam, Stratosphere. He knows what he's doing, and the reason they brought a, a, a person like that on is because he's going to be able to effectively manage the money deal their games they want, deal the product they want, and be able to to help Circa not only maximize their income and, and their image to the public, but maximize what other people think about them. And and, and it's a it's 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 a two way street, right? You want the sports betters to be happy, but you also also want to be happy as a sports book. The reason that doesn't happen it's because sports books don't know how to deal with this, so they just limit, ban, and say, "Oh, you're you're winning here. You can't bet here anymore." And so sport, so sports betters grow resentful, and they start saying things like, "Anyone can do this," because all they do is copy other lines. And if you start to show any kind of intelligence whatsoever, they'll just ban you. So that's why it's frustrating. But that's not what Circa does, because they've done their due diligence hiring the right kind of people. Now that may have been a long-winded way or a long way to get back to this. Fanatics buying points bet is not a good thing because what's happening is they're seeing, fanatics being they, they're seeing dollar signs left and right. They're seeing some of these companies get insanely rich, all these billions of dollars being bled into the to the sports betting market. But what's going to happen is they're going to realize it's not just as easy as buying, setting up shop, and then letting it run. They're going to have to do a lot of work to make sure they're, they're keeping up with others in the industry. Otherwise, what's going to happen is they're going to start charging minus 115, minus 115. 
They're going to start charging these crazy 40 cent straddles during live lines. Like these things that you see other sports books doing that are spending millions on, on, on marketing. It's like, they're going to have to make it back somehow. So all these things about offering and marketing same game parlays and taking back every advantage or every edge you may have as a sports better and just trying to bleed you and take advantage of you. That's what this is going to become. The more these mass companies and the more these corporations like fanatics, just so we want to get involved in sports betting. Let's buy points bet. Well, you have to, and maybe fanatics will, and maybe I'm jumping the gun and maybe they're going to do a great job and it's going to be a, a very good sports book. But I would bet that that's not the case. I would bet it's going to turn more and more into these, uh, bet MGMs, right? These sports books that instead of doing a good job offering good lines, they're just going to kick you out and offer a bad line to everyone who doesn't know what they're doing. So that's what I see this turning into. The more these corporations want to take over and the, the the more it becomes about money and corporations and the less it becomes about people who know what they're doing running the industry, it's a bad sign for, for those who want to make money. Now, here's the inevitability of all of this. Not that many people give a shit about what I think about this because... Why should they? It, like, if fanatics, they don't care about me anyway. They don't want me winning. They don't want me making money. So it's like, why do they care if I'm upset? They're just going to put on all the bells and whistles so all you 10 team parlay bettors out there have a fun time betting all the promotional stuff they put out there. So all of you, 95% of betting people betting in the market won't care. You're still going to make the same dumb parlays you're making right now. Fanatics and points bet won't care because they don't want me anyway. So I'm kind of feel like I'm yelling to an empty hall right now, but. I don't think it's right what's happening. And, and the more we move into this industry, into this era of the industry, I think things are going to be bad for people who truly want to try and make a little bit of money or make a living doing this. So, all right, that's the show for today. Appreciate everyone listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on to, uh, today or tonight. Hope you catch some winners. And we'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.